Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. This is Heather Nichols, and we are here, 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 this guest. I'm actually sitting right next to her right now. (laughs) We're in Costa Rica, and you might hear some birds, and if so, I'm so sorry to subject you to the terrible sounds of nature. Um, We're going to be talking today about the topic of um, the evolution of you with Diva Diaz, who is an access consciousness facilitator, among many other things, um, and also um, one of the the developers of the X Men body of work, of which I'm a facilitator, um, and it's a body of work that has really, really changed my life. I didn't have any idea that I was an X Men until I started talking to this lady and finding out all kinds of amazing things about you know, evolution and, and what's possible for us and what we know and what we be in the world that's really different from who we think we are. So welcome, Diva. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I think this is like the best location for a show. I know. You guys should really just be like sitting here with us. So we just... have an amazing view right now of a <laughs> volcano, so much nature, flowers and plants, and <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, well, let's give, let's give a little like introduction to X-Men for people that are sure. like, what are you talking about X-Men? Yeah, of course. Well, you know, the X-Men movies. So mm-hmm. we, um, I mean, when I started access a while ago, since I'm so young, I'm not going to give away how many years I've been doing it. <laughs> um, Gary Douglas, who's the founder and Dr. Dane here, who's the co-founder, they had, they'd been talking about X-Men for a while and I was so intrigued by the topic um because they were talking about these people who seem to have these uh disabilities or labels of different sorts or just different quirks just kind of like the misfits of society and they were calling them x-men like they had these amazing superpowers and i used to think wouldn't it be cool to be one of those but i never once considered that it would be me um but basically that's that's what you know access does It, it sees all of these things that are considered something that's wrong, um, like labels from, you know, anything from like autism spectrum disorder, OCD to even anxiety or depression, you know. And it really just turns it on its head because what's actually underneath that label is an amazing capacity. Um, and, you know, there are tons of capacities, so we won't necessarily go into them. But, you know, it's generally just the capacity to be something really, really different as a person and to receive information in a different way to express yourself in a different way and because it's not something that we're you know taught to look at like oh what's the gift that you have behind this we're just taught like oh you're messed up congratulations now deal with it (laughs) you know so it kind of like it really just like turned everything upside down for me when I discovered it and um yeah so that's really the invitation of X-Men and it's been amazing for me um, and I know that for hundreds of thousands of people around the world, and yeah, yeah. me too. I I I had never been 
labeled as anything. I, I was great in school. I did college and graduate school and blah, blah, blah. And never like really thought this conversation didn't apply to me. And then until I started talking to you and Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, and um, was like, oh, I do actually function really differently. I yeah. do. My brain works differently. And, um, and wow, what if I wasn't wrong in any of these ways that I thought I was wrong? What if I actually could really start to get curious about what's right about me and how I work in the world and um, the contribution that that has been to every area of my life has really been amazing. Yeah, and I love that you say that as well, like how can you get curious about what's right about you? Because to me, that's the evolution of that. That's the evolution of the wrongness into the capacity, into the strength that there is behind that. Yeah. Because, you know, we're told, like, oh, you're a bad speller, or you're terrible at reading, or you're just a bit slow, (laughs) or you're not great at maths. And we just go, okay, and we accept it, and then we just kind of forget about it, and we decide we're bad at that thing, as though that somehow defines us, rather than doing what you're saying, which is going to the curiosity of, okay, well, what's right about that, actually, and what else might that be possible? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of my favorite, like, habits that I would say I've developed. This is kind of a yeah. weird thing to say because we don't really talk about that in Access, but um, but is when I go, when I'm judging myself, is flipping it 180 degrees and just going, okay, if this wasn't wrong, then what would be right here? What would be the brilliance or the strength here rather than the wrongness and the weakness? And man, mm. you know, I'm both for myself and as a facilitator, like when mm. I'm talking to people who are like so convinced that they're wrong and they want to be facilitated around how wrong they are so that they can get over their wrongness and, you know, and going, well, what if? You know, totally, which is still in reference to the wrongness. So then you never get out of it because you're holding on to that. Like I was speaking with somebody the other day and I was, I was really trying to get them. And by them, I also mean me because I've had this conversation with myself a million times, you know, (laughs) Um, but we were really looking at like, what is it to choose something different rather than just try and fix a problem or live with that label and the labels that we give ourselves like I'm stupid I'm dumb I don't know how to create money I always make the same mistake I'm doing this again you know they're all labels that we give ourselves too and I gave them the example of like if a child is playing with a group of kids and somebody takes their toy do we try and like you know make them feel better about it and go hey you know that this is making the other child feel better well, why don't you? No, we just go, oh, look, there's another toy over here. And we get them to literally choose something different. It doesn't mean that that toy of theirs is lost for all eternity. Right, right. It doesn't mean that they were wrong because it was taken from them, whatever. But we're literally just getting them to choose something different. And yeah. we forget how simple it could be to do that. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Note to, note to everybody. <laughs> like, note to self, note to everybody. Right. Yeah. We, we do like to come up yeah. things. And to me, that's like, because, you know, the show is about the evolution and evolution is like such a huge topic. And usually it comes from the mind of like what we've decided is an evolution. So it's like you take something like an idea or even a business or a project and it evolves, you make it better. But what if you could actually create something from nothing? And that's the true evolution. And that's what I see from these adults and these kids, the X-Men, but also all of us that aren't diagnosed that have these 
abilities to ask a different question that takes us to a different space that wasn't there before. It takes us to a different idea that never existed. That to me is like the true evolution just in our daily lives. Yeah. And we think that doesn't impact the world, but it really, really does. Yeah. That is so cool because evolution, like you said, it can be mm -hmm. like if you think of evolution, it's like, oh, my evolution and the evolution of the species and the planet. Yeah. And, you know, it's like this very like deep and wide subject, you know, mm -hmm. but. Um, and it's linear as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. It? It's like building on something or taking something and changing it rather than, you know how sometimes just random new species pop up on the planet? Yeah. And this is like a terrible thing for me to say because I don't have any examples to give like based on scientific <laughs> knowledge but, <laughs> but you know we we've all heard of that like new species suddenly has appeared it's like well where did it come from you know like and what if that's actually how this world that we live in is designed that we also have that capacity to come up with brand new things yeah um and we've seen it throughout history like the great inventors and yeah. You know, and then when we start to apply that to our lives, like I wonder what else we could be choosing that we haven't considered because it doesn't exist in that linear path of thought. Like this is what was, this is what is. Let's improve it. Let's make it better, or let's change it rather than what's entirely different. And to me, that's the gift of the X Men because they are literally incapable of linear thinking. It's so difficult for them to do things in the order that this world and society tells us we have to do things in, you know? Yeah. Uh, just even the basic order of like A, B, C, D, E, like even that is quite a challenge to a lot of X-Men because to them, all of those letters exist at the same time. Like they could come in any order. So even looking at that, like the capacity that that is to have a really out-of-the-box, different, evolved way of thinking mm -hmm. that doesn't have to be based on the past is a huge gift. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm already proud. <laughs> but say more about that because that that's a that's such a um. It's I didn't have any idea that I I guess I just sort of like thought I could do linearity like I I could mimic it in other yeah. people you know like how I thought linearity was supposed to be and then this idea of like this spherical awareness and simultaneous awareness of so many different things that isn't yeah. linear and isn't time bound is an excellent trait. Yeah. Um, and, but something that nobody talks about. No. And that's, you know, I was so grateful because like when I first came to Access and I heard them talking about this, I was like, holy mothers, like this is amazing. <laughs> um, and I was speaking with a friend the other day and he was um, explaining actually to my dad very randomly, he explained it in such a beautiful way. Because um, he actually suffered uh, brain damage, and now he's, you know, kind of on the other side of it. And he was explaining to my dad how that spherical awareness works, where everything exists with equal intensity. Mm. And that's really how I would describe it too. And and what he was saying was like, you know, I can sit here and I can, for example, us here where we are right now, like we can hear the insects, we can hear that fan that's going up. There's a fan going off next to us. You know, there are birds. There's like the sound of like thunder in the distance. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of things going on visually. To a lot of people, those things would have some kind of separation. So you'd know, oh, that's not relevant to me or it becomes background noise. But to an X-Men, all of those exist with equal intensity. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at them, each one of those things is just as loud. Like the leaves that are moving, you know, to the left of me would be so distracting. And this car that is now driving up to the right of us mm -hmm. could be like 
just as loud as you talking right next to me. So there, there is this thing that occurs where all of that does have a level of intensity to it. And what I've noticed in the work that I've been doing, the work that you do, I know you've noticed this too, is like, that's considered wrong and bad. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, then how do you deal with that problem? Like, you know, like use noise cancelling headphones right. or like stop screaming and just like, be calm, go to the calm place. Put yourself in a like, white room. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rather than acknowledging that and going, wow, if you can be aware of all of that, like, really, like, what capacity is that? And I don't have the answers to what the capacity is. Like, none of yeah. us do because right. you have to explore that for yourself. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know. Well, it's just an ongoing curiosity, yeah. you know, because it's there's exactly. a, that's the evolution, yeah. right? Is when you get to the answer, you get to the definition, then and you get to the stop done. And you stop right exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's like what what contribution can all of it be? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not wrong, if you don't have to filter it out, if you don't have to, yeah, you know, try to manage it, and you're willing to have that level of kind of I mean to me there's like an out of controlness that's really cool yeah um that um and to receive it with the acknowledgement that you're different yeah you know it can be such a contribution exactly yeah. and that's it to receive it which I love that really because I think we're so taught that to receive something means that you accept it and you <laughs> just go okay this is what it is I've just got to deal with it right. all right I've got you know like whatever disability I'll be okay but positive thinking will deal with it <laughs> rather than recognizing that receiving is receiving the information of everything with no judgment mm. doesn't mean you take it on doesn't mean you accept it you can receive it and go wow this is so intense right now I would like to crawl out of my skin because mm. I just heard that car pull up to the right of me you know and receive that information not judge it as wrong that is so powerful in itself because then you stop being at the effect of everything around you. Yeah. And I think once you can start to do that, then that's when you can really start to like use those capacities to your advantage and not be at the effect of them. Yeah. It's a big topic. Huh? I know it is. <laughs> uh, good thing you're doing a, a three-day <laughs> class, yeah, three right? Day so Deepa's doing a three-day <laughs> class um, called I Am Evolution. Um, talk about the class a little bit. I, I, when yeah. I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I am so excited about it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited about it, too. It's, um, you know, it's going to be, as with any Access Consciousness class, like a lot of it will have to do with the people's questions and the people who show up and what comes up, um, which I love because that way you explore what everybody knows. But really, this class came up because I've been doing, um, I've been facilitating the two decks and classes for a long time. And, um, and that, and I facilitated a three day class with Gary Douglas. And at the end of it, I was like, wow, there is so much more that we could be doing. And it doesn't necessarily need to even be called X Men. It's just something that we all have access to. We have access to a different level of knowing, a different level of capacity. You know, that frustration that you feel when you're like, this should be easier. I should be able to create in such a different way. Like stuff should be showing up much faster or yeah. all those things. So I was like that, that's, that's what I want to explore. Like, what is that? And so, yeah, the name of the class popped up and, um, I'm really so looking forward to it. <laughs> I haven't looked forward to a class as much for a long time. So yeah. it's, it's really Me cool. Too. Yeah. It's really, I, yeah. It's, I'm like, where are we going to go? And mm-hmm. it's, it's actually going to be, um, uh, it's in London, mm-hmm. and it's going to be live-streamed as well, so you can join from anywhere in the world. 
Um, November 17th? 16th to the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll give you guys more info as we progress, but, um, but yeah, that's super exciting. Um, so, um, do you have any like stories of, of people that you've worked with or even your own stories of kind of how this plays out? I mean, I know you've shared some things, but more in, in life for people, this, yeah, totally. Um, gosh, lots actually. But you know what's really interesting is that just before I kind of think up a good example. <laughs> <laughs> before I spot or anything. <laughs> you know, as I we're sift like, through the files we're in, in my mind. We're in the fifth day of a seven-day class. <laughs> <laughs> here. We're, we put our brains slightly deleted. <laughs> yeah. Hard enough. We're a little we're, bit fried. Yeah. <laughs> we're quiet for five minutes. It's not the internet connection, okay? It's not you, it's us. <laughs> um, one of the things that I will say is that I think we are so conditioned and brought up to believe that if we're going to evolve, it's based on what we do and not who we choose to be. Mm. That it's it's actually really quite insane when you think about it because doing only gives you more of that thing that you're doing. Yeah. And that, that kind of should be logical, but we still think, okay, but if I just do a little bit more, if I work a bit harder, if I a little bit more attention on this, a bit more energy here, a bit more force here. I know nothing about what you're talking I mean, about. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm just talking about those other people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I have like a, this is kind of, I guess, uh, a bit of an abstract example, but I was going home on the train a couple of weeks ago in London and I, it was late at night, probably like 11.30. Okay, that's not so late, but let's pretend, you know. In my young age, that that's very late, and uh, <laughs> and you know, I was carrying some shopping bags. I was wearing some nice jewelry. I had like a really nice handbag with me, which doesn't mean anything aside from the fact that we were going through some not so nice parts of town. And I noticed these three guys get on the train and start eyeing everybody up, like looking over to see basically who they could rob. And they were looking at each other, like this one over here, this one over here. And then they were sitting next to the people in a really aggressive manner, like staring them out. And one of them sat right kind of next to me, um, wasn't really sitting on the seat probably, just kind of looking at me, looking at my stuff. And I sat there and I was like, okay, well, you know, I do all of this work and I could sit here and think about what should I do? Should I clutch onto my bag? Should I prepare to like phone the police? Like, and they were all looking at each other the whole time, like ready mm-hmm. to kind of jump off at the next stop. And I thought to myself, no, I'm not going to do any of that actually. What can I be here that would be entirely different? And what can I be here that would just allow this situation to change? Fine, if I get robbed, whatever, it's not super convenient, but I'll deal with it. And if I don't, that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just started to actually notice how my energy was changing in the question of what can I be here? Mm -hmm. I didn't have a plan in my mind that I was trying to get them to not rob me or not rob the other lady they were looking at. Um, But I was just like, okay, what can I be here that would be entirely different? And as I started to do that, I noticed that I, I was stepping into like this different kind of like level of um, so many things, but primarily this, uh, what we call this killing energy of mm-hmm. like, mm, sorry, you don't get to mess with me. Mm-hmm. Um, if it goes down that way, fine. But actually, this isn't going to be my reality just because that's your reality. And what happened was incredible because the guys suddenly softened. The guy that was next to me started to soften. And um, at the next stop, one of the guys got off the train, and then they weren't even looking at each other anymore, and the whole situation had entirely changed. Wow, that's now, so cool. 
Yes. And I could have thought, oh, well, you know, I did nothing. No, of course, I did absolutely nothing. But what I was being was this energy of like, nah, you don't get to do this. Kind of like, you know how there are some dogs that you know that you can go up and pet them? And there are other dogs that you know not to go near? Yeah. And so in asking that, I started to become that energy of that dog that was like, you know not to go near them, which changed the situation for everything. And so, I mean, that's a very basic example, but... But I love that because it's, I mean, even if you're familiar with the tools of access and this conversation of being, you know, what can I be to change a situation? Like we, we, that's a question that we ask, you know, what can I be or do different here, you yeah. know? And, um, but a lot of times people will ask that question and then they go to try to figure it out. Yeah. And that's not at all what you're like, that's not what no. you did. And you, even in asking the question, you weren't like, I'm going to be killing energy. You know, no. you just were, you allowed the evolution yeah. of the question, like to like the question to actually, and your choice to ask it to yeah. allow your energy to evolve into something that created. That's exactly a it. situation. And it was a huge gift because actually the time frame of it didn't give me a chance to go into my head. Yeah. Because it was fast. Like yeah. this, I didn't sit there and think, what question shall I ask? It was like within not even probably two seconds. Yeah. That, and, and I had to go, I'm not even going to think of a hundred different possible case scenarios because the universe might have something better for me, which I'm pretty sure it does because I'm kind of getting by this point that I'm not as smart as the universe. So, like, <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, but in that, it was actually a huge gift to me to realize, like, oh, this is when we're being the evolution. Like, if we can be this in, in a moment when it's required, imagine if we were willing to be that in every moment in our lives, not just in an emergency situation, not just when you don't want your handbag to be stolen, yeah. You know, but really in every situation and also not just in situations that you want to fix. Yeah. But in things that you want to create. Yeah. You totally. know? Yeah. Well, and I think about we've had some really amazing conversations this week about the earth and mm. the planet and what's going on and just like even that, like, yeah. you know, what can we be at, like as this evolution energy, you know, to to create something different like the earth and a, I mean you could say that was also fixing <laughs> you know the problem of the fact that we're all going to die if we don't take care of the planet but you know that's another topic altogether um side note you know <laughs> side note newsflash you know, right. yeah. <laughs> um but but what is but it's like what is actually possible for us to be to create with the earth and I, it's like when you're, it's this, you know, I actually had a conversation with um, Shannon O'Hara, who's a access facilitator as well, um, about, we were talking about just like what energies you're willing to be and not be. And she started talking about um, like this idea of an ecosystem, like mm. of, of, of energies in our lives and how when we put all this energy on certain yeah. And it, like I'll just focus on certain energies and not others, like the killing energy. Most of us are not, yeah. that's not a common energy that we're willing yeah. to be. Um, it's like the, the whole ecosystem is off. That's true. You know? And so it's like, and then what is that? What impact is that on mm. the earth and everybody? It's like these, these energies are just out of balance. Yeah. You know, and we have such a, as X-Men are, really I think anybody who's drawn to these conversations mm. that we have these 
capacities to play with these questions and yeah. the different energies and what a gift just far beyond what we actually think it is. Yeah. And, you know, getting out of being robbed is great. You know, it's really great. Really awesome. And like, what did that also change for the future? Totally. And that was a gift of it for me. Like it wasn't even, okay, it was great that I wasn't robbed, but it was really what it opened up in the sense of what I wasn't choosing daily that I could be choosing. Yeah. And I'm not someone that walks around like not choosing or creating a lot. Like I do, but there's always so much more available. And I think that thing, that thing, you know, that inconspicuous kind of like thing that we all think is possible, but we don't really know what it is. Like, what if that's you? And what if, if, you know, you by asking those questions and being all those energies that you're talking about, Heather, what if that is the evolution of you that you know should be easy? I love that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna let you just ponder that for a moment. <laughs> Unfortunately, it can't be in silence because there's a lot of obnoxious commercials that are about to play. But you can just you know receive, <laughs> ponder that, and um, we'll take a break and we. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Creating Beyond Reality Radio, and we're here this week with Miss Diva Diaz talking about the evolution of you. Um, and you asked a really cool question before we take a break. Um, I don't even remember the exact words to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was basically like along the lines of, you know, what if, what if this is what you be? Like these, like this possibility and, and what you know for the creation of a different future. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That reminded me. Yeah. I think it was something like, anyway, something along the lines of, like, what if that, that possibility that you're looking for is you? And I know that sounds really corny and cheesy. And if I'd heard that before I'd started on this kind of journey of, like, amazingness, I would have just, you know, kind of rolled your eyes. Yeah, rolled my eyes. Said, How very metaphysical of you. Exactly. <laughs> Stop listening and, like, gone and got a drink or something. But, like, <laughs> but really, I mean... If you think about it, like how much do we think that evolution is something outside of us? Like I'll have a great idea and that idea is what will create the evolution or create this great new project or this great new business and that will create the evolution of that item. Or yeah. I'll do this with my child and that will create the situation evolving. I'm sure it does evolve, like it changes. But where is that coming from if you're not there? Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're actually the source for that creation. Yeah. You're the source for that evolution. Yeah. And I think that's a key part that like we we tend to forget. Um, and I use the royal we because I mean meaning that too, you know, yeah, but it's yeah. like. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is like when I think about something about what you were just saying, made me think about just evolution in general. Um, I've always been so fascinated by the fact that nobody seems to think that we are even evolving at all. You know, like we study, we study, you know, science and evolution and the evolution of the planet and the land masses and the dinosaurs and how there were not people on the planet for a very long time. And we somehow think that like we've arrived, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, how do we, how do people like study evolution and see that the planet has changed a million times over and yeah. the land masses and the oceans and the temperatures and the, and not think that that's still occurring. And you know what's <laughs> interesting? Because I, I almost went to say as a joke, well, of course, it's, you know, we have arrived. We've got iPhones and we have Google. Right. Like, exactly. what else do you need? We've got right. Facebook and We've Instagram. evolved to the yeah. perfect, the apex <laughs> of exactly. what is possible on planet Earth. We have access to all the information and to everyone around the world. But in saying that, 
it's really difficult to ignore the fact that the planet will continue to evolve, evolve whether we choose to be like going along for that ride or not. Yeah. You know, so to me, it's really also a case of, are you choosing to go along for that ride? Like, are you really going to be on the creative edge constantly, like of creation, of consciousness, of making conscious choices in your life? Or are you going to be swept along by everything that other people are deciding? Yeah. Yeah, which to me is also part of the, like that whole piece of like, yeah, by the way, the earth is going to, you know, at least kick us off, if not die itself, like if we don't actually show up. Yeah. You know, so swept along could even be like a euphemism, you know, like it's more like drown and the stupidity of everybody else and everything that we're doing to the planet, you know. I mean, you know what's so funny? It's like we... I remember in like England years ago, there was this, these kinds of like, the media was going a little bit crazy because Prince Charles was uh, reported to be talking to his plants and they, they thought he was crazy. But his plants were actually growing very nicely in comparison to the rest of the country that was kind of just like, you know, doing its own thing. And, and I always remember that because everyone was calling him crazy, but actually a couple of years later, what then came out as like this new thing that everybody was kind of putting their attention on was the fact that if you yell and scream and abuse, you know, kind of like project abuse at a plant, it's going to die. Yeah. And if you don't, and if you're kind of just like projecting a different energy and asking questions and whatever, and you're engaging with nature, it's going to thrive. And, we, I mean, there's scientific proof, if that's, you know, the proof that we require, um, that that will happen to a plant. And we live on a planet that's made up of plants, yet we don't think that we're creating that effect in our everyday life, which I'd have to say makes us probably not as smart as we'd like to think we are. Um, <laughs> but to me, that's really like part of what this is, like acknowledging what's beyond what can be proven or seen or justified and really going with what it is that you know yeah. that will always create a greater possibility regardless of whether anybody else is going to acknowledge that um, or give you a round of applause for it or validate it in any way and just go ahead and choose it anyway because you know that that's what's going to create greater. Yeah. Yeah, and that is like, it's so, um, I mean, it's like that's vital for what we'd all like to create in our lives and, you know, also for everything and everybody yeah. in the world. And yeah. um, let's talk a little bit about the, um, like, just the the pragmatics of that. Like, because yeah. no, it's like knowing what you know and choosing that. So for people who may not be so familiar with these tools, yeah, um, let's talk about that. I'd say the main thing that um, is really just recognizing that anywhere that we have a fixed idea of how things are supposed to be, or this is the way that I've always done things, this is the way that I've always created, this is the way that I've always you know, spoken to people in life, or whatever that is for you. If you start to add question into that and just question, okay, what would I like to create here? What would I like to create here with this person? What would I like to create with this situation with this project with this business with this child just the question alone starts to open up a different door that wasn't there before it's so simple that we so often disregard it and we want to say no but give me the answer that's going to change it but it's actually never the answer it's always the question that's going to create all the changes that you're asking for because that's what's going to create what hasn't shown up before well and the thing about excellent too is that i was like so 
delighted, relieved, surprised <laughs> to hear was like, I've heard Gary say so many times, well, excellent, don't know how to judge. Like, inherently, we don't actually know how to do that judgment thing that everybody else does, you know, and that, like, a lot of, well, a lot of this reality does. Um, and, um, and yet, somehow we've, like, adopted that as, like, a way of being. But when I look at that for me, I'm like, yeah, it's, like, so whenever I go into conclusion or judgment, or which is the opposite of question, really, yeah. um, it's like I have to, like, twist myself in knots so dynamically to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's like, hard in a way. And I think for until I found these tools for so long, I just thought, well, yeah, but that's just because life is hard, you know? Like, that's right. just kind of how creation is. You work really hard. And so if you have to, like, compress yourself into this tiny space to do judgment and conclusion to try to figure out what you're doing or how to create something, it's like, well, yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah. That's so true, and I love that you kind of like confused because it was almost reminds me as well. Because yeah, it's true. We tend to think what's hard is what's real, yeah, and what's worthwhile and, and yeah. valuable. Like I mean, I was on Instagram this morning just scrolling through some things, and it was like anything that's worthwhile is hard work and difficult. And I was like, wow. I know anything that I've worked really hard at has never turned out the way it's always It's a really true for me. And I think that's part of it. You have to start to recognize what's true for you, mm. which would be different for everyone. But, I mean, one of my favorite access tools is probably, like, the most basic access tool. And by basic, I mean the first ones because it's probably the most actually basic. It's really the light and heavy. Yeah. yeah. Because to me, that's, like, my compass. Yeah. Talk more about that because that yeah. this is actually a tool. So whether you um, you guys listening have you might have never heard of that tool, you might have heard of it. Um, but it's also one of the tools that people really bastardize. Like yes. they, and it, they they use it to kind of like twist up their yes. lives yes. rather than actually create. So yes. let's yeah. talk about light and heavy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so I mean, light and heavy are two words that get into this tool because it's easy and it's just what it's called but really there's so much more to it but in like the fundamental part of it is that anything that gives you a sense of lightness which is kind of like a sense of expansion in the world a sense of relaxation you know there's one moment when you go ah okay my world is easier even if you go oh all the pipes all the water pipes in my house are broken it's not necessarily great news but you go ah that's easier now i know what to do with that's something that's light Right? Yeah. Um, that's anything that's light and kind of expansive and creates a sense of um, something else is possible now that's next. Mm. That is something that is true. Mm-hmm. That is something that is true. Anything that is heavy is something that is not true. So anything that gives you a sense of contraction, anything that makes you feel like taking a nap for five hours because you don't even have fun and that piece of information, anything that makes you want to like go into a depression or even take a bottle of vodka. That may be something that is like heavy. Yeah. But we tend to take those words literally and we say, oh, it feels light in my body, it feels heavy in my body. Yeah. Now, one thing that I will say is that that may stick you a little bit because your body is designed to give you some sort of awareness of the world around you. So, yes, it will contribute to that, but I personally very rarely feel the lightness and heaviness in my body. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it's more mm-hmm. like a sense that I have in my being, I guess is the best way I can describe it, even though it sounds kind of very fun. 
but it's the sense that I get where I either feel like I'm going to be depressed now for a week, or like, wow, something else. Okay, something else is available. No, yeah. It's a sense of space. It's a sense of space. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when I first started using this tool, I did reference it through my body a yeah. lot because I, I am so body oriented. Like, yeah. it was kind of an easy way. And it actually worked for a while. And then it was like, this is actually, yeah. like, really what is that? Where is like, what creates more space? Yeah. yeah. Exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. Um, so I think part of it as well is you navigating, you know, listening. And recognizing what that is for you. Because yeah. again, I think it'll be slightly different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's also, nothing is ever black and white. There's always different number of shades and tones and textures right. to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's very interesting because once you begin to do that, then you can really use that as your compass, which is like, oh, is it actually, is this a choice that's going to generate more money and destroy my life? Yeah. You know, is this something that's going to expand what I'm creating? Expand the business, expand whatever, or is it going to actually go against it? And with that, you start to get a sense by having that as your compass. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think a lot of times people use it as like, I want to do this, so it's light. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this, so it's heavy. It's heavy yeah. But it's not because if you look at will this actually? I mean, speaking of evolution, it's like will this contribute to my future? Will yeah. this contribute to the future that I would like to create yeah. for me, for the world, for the planet? Um, it, you may not want to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, exactly. so often it's like I'm like, oh, oh shit, totally. I gotta like jump off a cliff again. You know. Um, totally. I mean, I. I mean, like, I have literally, you know, done I mean, classes when I didn't want to do them because I had to travel, I had a lot going on, there was maybe just a, a very small group of people that were actually attending at that mm-hmm. time, and I would do it when it was light, and it was always amazing because afterwards those people would then go on to become facilitators or their entire world would change, and that alone would make it worthwhile for me to be there but I could never have known that beforehand yeah um and then again there's you know things that you know I should have chosen because on paper they looked great yeah and yet there was this energy that that wasn't really the expansive future that I needed a way to get to being and all of that Mm. and so to me that's so key because with every question that you ask it's really more about coming to the answer but it's about gaining the energetic awareness of it so that you're then aware of the energies and the choices that you're going to make that will contribute to your future as you're saying, or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the energy as just, it's such a gift because we get out of our heads. Yeah. You know, we just get out of that, like, the judgment and the, and trying to figure it out. And, and I mean, that's kind of for me as an excellent, because when I look at a situation or I look at a choice, it's like I can see a million different outcomes yeah. and possibilities and like weigh all of them and like spin them all, you know, and get like really complicated. And it's like, if I just spray the energy, I'm going to have the information I need to necessarily require. And it doesn't have an explanation and you know what the beauty of it is to me as well? That we think that that energy is outside of us and it's some yeah. kind of all-knowing thing that is telling us the information. So I bestow the smell of the bunny. But actually, what if that's you, the being that has that awareness and that knowledge? Because you wouldn't be able to access it anyway. And to me, that's 
a huge part of the evolution of the evolution of us. But we really start to trust and build the inherent knowing that we have, which is that information for that we're asking those questions. Um, yeah. Let's go there because that's that's a that's a big one in people's world. It's like we said that one of the like I don't know the tagline or whatever you want to call it of access consciousness is empowering people to know that they know. Yeah. Not even what they know, that they know. Yeah, that's true. And it is it is for me eight years of doing this stuff and very immersed in it and it's like still that's this it can be this moment of going ah you know yeah. um knowing that i know and knowing what i know but really knowing that i know yeah um is because it, it can seem like you're going against everybody or you're like having to step out on the limb or um and as Exxon, we get so much information from the world around us and from other people and from and it's sometimes even hard to know what's ours and what's not, and you know. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking at having it. So accurate, what she's saying. Um, yeah, totally. And you know, I think the other thing with knowing is that it really gets kind of add up because we think that knowing has to come from our brain and our mind. Yeah. Um, so, what we'll often do is we'll have an awareness of, that. oh, I need to not cross the road with that. And then we're going to flip on the yeah. and then we'll go. And then if your friend next to you doesn't, you know, go along with your point of view, you should cross the road, blah, blah, blah. And we, we go into this whole thing, rather than keeping moving, you know, it's like this constant, let's stop point that we do. But knowing has nothing to do with the mind. Like if you're thinking, you're basically, you can't access your mind. Yeah. Because it really is at the lower harmony, the lower vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, so a great question to use if you are going to start making them is what do I know here that I'm you know, resisting as a mm-hmm. that I actually know? Um, and just by asking that it starts to open up a different space. Otherwise we're trying to compare it to different reference points that we have. It must be this, it must be that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I know. Each one of these is a huge conversation. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That, and that, and that. Ah! Comes to the Yeah. Well, and I think um, it's, it's, it's like this world that doesn't, I don't think anybody talks about it or like it acknowledges. Really. Yeah, or values and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah, and you know, so people have examples where it's been also for other people where there's a little kid that seems to know something or blurt something out that everyone knows and no one's saying and there's no way they could have known that thing Why is grandpa? You know, such a bad move of grandma. And nobody's actually said that, but that it just knows it. Mm. That's the knowing that we have. It doesn't mean it needs to do with this extraterrestrial kind of like we were knowing it's literally just the receiving of information and having that information available to us. It isn't necessarily spoken or or visible or audible or any of those things that are kind of more tangible. Um, but it's so valued in this world when we can prove. How yeah. do you know that? 
Yeah. How do you know that business is going to work? Prove it to me. Right. You know, like, how do you know that idea is going to work? Or show me all the steps or, yeah. you know, give me the business plan. Or how do you know that it's a good idea for you to have that relationship? Like, it doesn't seem like it's good, you know. But, but there's a knowing that we have available. And to me, the evolution is really for us to access that more than ever before. So we're actually guided by that and not by our mothers. Yeah. And it's so fast. That's that the thing is, like, when you were talking about on the, on the train, yeah. what can I be here? It's like, boom. Yeah. You know, and then there's, like, these doing interviews start showing up. And, I mean, this is this whole, to me, there's this whole world of, uh, like, Dane here, one of the creators of Access, talks about having an energetic reality, mm-hmm. which to me is so excellent. Like, that's what these conversations yeah. are. It's yeah. like, Acknowledging that we have this energetic reality that is universes, like when we talked about, you know, the the, the bugs and the birds and the trees yeah. and the plants and the flowers and the car and the fan and the, it's like there's this energetic awareness of yeah. all of that that's always going on that we have been trained to tune out, to disregard, to invalidate, to not know, like and as such, it's like we are invalid, like our beings have been invalidated. We and then we take that on, we invalidate our own beings. Yeah. And then we like pretend like this world of the tangible is what's actually real and true. Whereas for accent it's it's it's, like this energetic world is just huge. And it's it's like ah, you know, if we could really live on that and live that and be that. What we can create, which to me is like that, the creation aspect of this lesson conversation is just so exciting. Um, Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the fun part for me too. What else can we create? We've known somewhere in the depths, you know, (laughs) the crevices of our being that we could create, but at the same time, we're dealing with this reality and what's going on and what has to be done. It's interesting because when you're talking just now as well, like how much are we told that if you are perceiving the fan and the birds and the car and the wind and the leaves and all of that stuff, that that has some kind of relevance to you? You're perceiving mm-hmm. it that way because you X, Y, Z, and you're having it as a problem because you A, B, Z. Yeah. And it's all about you. Yeah. And it's all about how that's relevant to you, whether you're right or whether you're wrong. Yeah. But notice how that doesn't really have a sense of like, oh. Right. Now what else? It has a sense of like, oh my god, now I need to figure this out to get out of this mess. Yeah. That's something that's heavy. Mm-hmm. So is it actually true or is that one of the biggest signs that we've been buying? Mm-hmm. You know, and and to me, like when working with X Men and well, we call them X Men, but whether you've been diagnosed or not, you know, it's just yeah. if you recognize any part of you in this it definitely applies to you. But what if that's one of the biggest signs that we've been buying that any of the stuff that we're around it's stuff that is relevant to us. It's like if you walk down the street and it starts raining, is that because of you? Yeah. No, you're just aware of the rain, you know. And how much more freedom would we have if we actually acknowledge that everything we know, everything we walk around is just information from receiving. Mm-hmm. And then aside from that, and in addition to that, what do you want to create in your life and in your life and in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, which is a very different perspective than having to be at the effect of everything people, situations. Totally. And knowing that you know and knowing what you know and these tools that we've been talking about today, it's like that's a huge part of what allows us to step into that. Yeah. We've got so much more. And I, I I always think about um, you know, one of the 
the famous X-Men of our time is Steve Jobs, you know, yeah. and just that, I love that they've made a movie because I can, like, you know, I visualize him and the, what he created and, you know, and he had whatever he had going on, but it's like, he was, he, he had this vision and he yeah. was so tenacious about it and he was so willing to be him and he was so willing to be the X-Men that he was and just be like, nope, sorry, keep going, keep creating more, 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 you know, yeah. and he created this, like, revolution in technology and, you know, and it's, um, it's like, what a gift that is. That whole story is to the world of X and, and, you know, and it's like, wow, that's a tiny snippet of what's possible. It really is. And also, like, I mean, I used to look at people like that and think, wow, it's a great world-changing thing. And now right. I realize it also, because I love, like, I love all those people. Like, they inspire me so much. And at the same time, I do want to say, like, even if you just, empowering your child to totally. even if you're just allowing the situation to not turn into a big drama but you're offering a different possibility that is the real change that happens kind of behind the scenes like no one sees it but that's where you're creating really a different world as well and then of course it kind of snowball into this gigantic version of Apple yeah right <laughs> yeah and it's it's yeah. sort of like what are you being in the world yeah, you know we were talking about that today like Swimming in classes asking about his kids and parenting, and it's like you know, being an amazing, phenomenal parent and raising phenomenal kids, kids is a huge gift, yeah. to the world, you know. And I mean, so even just being, you yeah. know, being and, and showing up and showing up and showing up and showing up and making choices every 10 seconds. Yeah. It's never about one big choice, like Steve Jobs didn't make one big choice, right. he made non stop. He made a bajillion choices before we even had to pay. Right. And they weren't going to be easy, but at every moment he was having to his target. So what if, what if the target is, you know, the evolution of you and what you can do and what, what choices could you make today and for the next 10 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So then, um, I love it. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Thank you. A little foreplay for the class. <laughs> um, and so November 16th through 18th, the class, the IM Evolution class, does have some prerequisites. So you have to have taken a two-day excellent class, um, which you can also they can buy in your shop. Yeah, right? exactly. so you can buy details, them. links. Yeah, so if you go to um, xmenabilities.com or dvds.com, you'll see um, those classes in the shop. Um, and yeah, it's a two-day class that kind of gives you all the background information so that we can hit the ground running and really dive in deep. Um, and the other prerequisites. And to to for the IM evolution class, is there a special link or just on those websites? Yeah, yeah. just on those websites. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I wonder what else is possible. Thanks everybody for being here and we will be back with you next week with more. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation.